It's a lot easier conversation with uh, Lana Christ and Amanda Tiffin next. You are with Cape Talk. Views and news with Clarence Ford. Okay, uh, your messages, WhatsApp messages, voice notes, 072-567-1567. Your calls on 021-446-0567. As we welcome Lana and Amanda, it's great to have you. Hi, thanks for Hi. having us. Thanks for having us. <laughs> now, yeah, I told you, I sleep in the afternoon. The conversations are intense. <laughs> I leave the studio, i got a lot to think Finished, about. Finished, yeah. Now then I just want music. Every day a PhD. <laughs> <laughs> Especially for us types PhD for me means past high school with difficulty <laughs> You learn <laughs> You're living in, in New York these days Yes I am What's up with you Lina? Um, You know I'm just very ambitious And I feel like I did you, a lot You've always had that confidence Yes I've, I've done as much as I could in, in South Africa And in COVID hit And I was like if I survive this thing I'm going to further my education Because I've always wanted to yeah. So I got accepted to New York University For my master's um, in music business um, Which is something that I am passionate about Music entrepreneurship is basically How I still have a career yeah. So um, yeah, so I lived in New York and Why, why are you getting practical about music? Because What do you mean? It's the artistry that You were uh, just talking about under. leadership now Must I break it down for you, Uncle Clarence? I'm, I'm saying creatives <laughs> I'm saying the artists are going to show yeah, us direction It's important It's important. Not the politicians Exactly, it's important You know, learn, knowing that the world sees musicians as commodities Is just to like capitalize and make money off yeah. of Knowing that and walking through the world in different territories And wanting to change that And having to be like, hey, artists are people too You know, what happens if this person gets it's sick what happened you know those kinds of things and it makes you realize that the higher ups the so-called leaders the big labels etc etc tv shows all that they don't care about the person but they don't understand how important that role that you play as creatives are to society exactly. and to the economy exactly. it is about the vitality exactly. of society that you reflect ultimately that drives society and economy 100 percent. i mean spotify was built on independent artists creativity now they're oh. a multi-billion dollar look at you you out of pocket because that's where your ip is <laughs> no not mine oh <laughs> i boycotted i boycotted yeah you're keeping it to yourself you're selling it directly selling it directly you're putting a price on your ip yes you're a leader woman absolutely I think that's the best <laughs> advice you can give, uh, yeah. especially startup musicians. Um, Amanda, let's go to you. I yeah. mean, I'm not going to call you a veteran, but you've done time. <laughs> kind of, in a vi- uh, nah. <laughs> but you've, you've done time. I've it's done a, some time. It's a tough world. It's, yeah. a, it's a tough South Africa. It is. Um, it is tough. The music industry is not an easy world to enter. And as an educator, I often get parents coming to me saying, oh, we, uh, we want our our." our child to do well but they really want to do music is it a good idea and i always say it's something that you you should do if you must Mm. if you have to do it then do it because you'll make a good career out of it but it's not an easy road to choose but you know you become practical about your music because you had to exactly teaching you looking at the business of music you become practical because you had to yeah yeah but if you had a choice if if it was different I think if it was different, we, I would still teach. I love it. Okay. I, I'm passionate about. You wouldn't be composing every single I day. I would be like. composing every day, but I'd still be passing it on. I'd still be working with young people. I love working with young people. I'm mm. passionate about youth empowerment and youth development. So, I think maybe in, in a world where we had proper funding for arts, there would be an institution run by the Lady Day Big Band where young people would be coming through and learning mm. from, the professional musicians in our group, and they would be earning a living. Um, playing music, I would be earning a living writing music, yeah. and we would be earning a living helping young people go further in their careers. That would be the dream for me. I always 
said Amanda Tiffin. Um, if you teach somebody to play an instrument, it's going to serve them for life. Ex- exactly. You've only got a season if you're a football player. <laughs> this is so very true. But I think a love of a sport or a love of, a mu- of music will always stay with you. So even if you have a season as a football player, you'll always have a passion for sport or for playing. Yeah, but you're not gonna so be, it'll be fun. Yeah. You're not going to be able to earn. Yeah, I want that football player play check thing. <laughs> you know, well, exactly. You wouldn't have to. I You'd guess be retiring at 25. You know? <laughs> Listen, the Lady Day Big Band. Um, actually, before we get there, Lana said something very interesting. She said she won't put her music on Spotify. Our music is not on Spotify. We chose very strategically because it doesn't pay us. It's no, not you, worth it. You should put a price on your IP. Exactly. Own, you own it. So, so our followers and, and people who want to hear our music can find it on Apple Music and iTunes. And on Bandcamp, the money comes directly to us. You okay. can buy it there. We have but a still on Apple CD. Music, you haven't decided what the price of your IP is. They've we, decided it they be, decide. You know. But at least their pricing is vaguely... Okay. And decent. It's not opaque like Spotify. But Spotify is just not worth it. It's not, not. worth it wow. at all. The cost of what it what it costs us to make that music, it's just it just seems morally wrong to put it on Spotify. No, I, I feel yeah. that as well. Yeah. And it, it used to be a big revenue stream it's channel a, for musicians and you've lost that. You're not selling did. you're not selling albums or singles anymore. No, and I think they've just they've lowered and lowered and lowered and lowered the the amounts that they pay out for, for each stream. Yeah. Somebody posted the other day on Facebook that they had 6,000 streams or something. They did the sums and it amounted Three to cents. around 92 rand or something. And then they would did the sums if they had sold 6,000 c- CDs exactly. or albums, you know, they'd, they'd have exactly. a decent income. Exactly. Yeah. And I think Lana's strategies may be going to serve musicians better in the future. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Let's get to the Lady Day Big Band, founded 2018. It's a legacy project already. Mm-hmm. Yes. What, what did you seek to achieve, Amanda or Lana? doesn't matter. Lana can you, start. Okay, Lana. <laughs> yeah, it's my baby. No, Lana, so Lana. I should answer this question. Well, you know, the thing is, uh, Clarence, as you know, I've been in the music industry for a very, very long time. I mean, over 20 years now. Uh, That's think, not long. You know. And uh, for me, for someone, who, baby. for someone who looks 23 like me, it's a long time. Exactly. <laughs> and, and basically what had happened was, you know, I came up in the jazz scene. I played in the clubs. I knew all the musicians, all of that. And then the Me Too movement started. And we realized actually not just the Hollywood actors were having, you know, issues with sexual harassment and like disrespect from their male counterparts. It was happening in South Africa. It was happening in Cape Town. It was happening on our scene, in our scene with people that we knew. So we created, Shannon Moda actually created this Facebook group for women musicians. I remember. How's Shannon doing? She's fantastic. Brilliant as always. Yeah. Um, She created this Facebook group and people just as as a safe space for women musicians to tell their stories and to have an outlet. And we were all just really shocked by how many of us had instances, multiple instances of abuse, harassment, etc., etc., from the people that we work with and the people that we do what we love with, as in making music. So, because of that, you're not going to feel safe. To, ex- to explore your creativity or be confident with your instrument, no matter how good you are. If you're feeling uncomfortable, you're not going to get the best out sure. of someone. So we had a meeting and all the women came and we spoke about this. And because I am kind of a gangster from Belhar, I was like, I can't just sit and know that my sisters are having a horrible time doing the thing that they love. A lot of them even don't even touch their instruments anymore. That's how bad the abuse was. And I was like, you know what? I've always wanted a big band. 
I'm going to do an all-woman big band. I said to Amanda, and Amanda's always been on board with my crazy ideas. And she was like, yeah, you can do it. And then spoke to Kelly Bell, and Kelly Bell was like, yeah, I know some horn players. We can do it. And that's how it started. I, I, I think we, we want to get a sense of what form that abuse that you referred to takes. Oof. Inappropriate comments. For instance, let me give you a, an example. You know when you do a mic check with like a um, cordless microphone? It looks, it resembles a certain you know, body part, right? So it does. <laughs> allegedly. Um, so one day I was doing sound check and somebody made a comment about uh, like how wide I was spreading my mouth and, you know, just, just something really inappropriate and just out of pocket. And that would happen all the time randomly and women would brush it off. But in that situation, because I had another woman in the band with me, I was like, that's, that's inappropriate. And Belha came out. Belha came out, but with the rah-rah. So it was Belha and the Settlers High School together. <laughs> like, hey man, no, no, don't do that. But you mustn't push. You mustn't push. That also comes out sometimes, you know. It's the, it's the fine print, Clarence. <laughs> okay. Okay, tell us about the creativity. This new album, uh, multiple inspiration. Lots of, lots of the members of the bands have actually written the tracks on this album, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Where is that? Can I get that copy? The cover. Oh, here oh it is. there it is. So it's called Levis Umo Livus Umoya. Yeah, Awaken the Spirit. The Lady Day Big Band. Awaken the Spirit. So who's contributed to this particular album? It's a collective contribution. Um, Six of the nine tunes on there are uh, contributions from our members, most of them from me, and one from Kelly Bell. So I've composed five of the tracks. Kelly Bell's composed the track. I also composed the track. Um, <laughs> and Lana composed the track. And who else? Is that it? Yeah, that's it. That's a lot. And then we did uh, beautiful versions of some South African classics. We have uh, Tufantikyo, which is a... Karen Zoid, beautiful mm. piece. We have Yeshisanu Moya, which is a fantastic piece by Busim Klongo, featuring Gloria Bosman on vocals, which is killer, worth buying the album just for that. Mm. And then we have this really fun medley of classic pop, South African pop, at the end that Lana's killing it on. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's... that's Lana's it. strutting her stuff. She is very much so, on the whole album, pretty much. Um, but it's <laughs> a fun album. It's a great fun album. It's, she it's takes vibing. ownership of that stage and that Always. microphone. Always. Always. As Maina. <laughs> so, tell me about Elegy for the Forgotten Child. It kind of stands out. Well, Elegy. Elegy, sorry. Elegy is a composition that was written in response to the spate of child murders that were sort of plaguing the Western Cape in the late 2017, 2018, 2019, around there, one after the other after the other, one new cycle after the other, there was another child that had been found, another child that had been found, another child that had been found. And I, I don't know if you remember that, that, that it was Courtney Peters, and then it was another child in Takai, and another child in Kailicha, and another child, another child. And it and was we're there just, again today. It hasn't stopped. It hasn't stopped, and it's just it breaks my heart that that that, that is a child is is killed. There's a new cycle, and then we forget, and then there's another one. And that song is written in response to that. And the the lyrics were written by Conita Adams and uh, Norm Fundo Kaluva, and the lyrics speak about always remembering their names. Um, the, it's written from the perspective of three mothers who've lost their child. So you have Linnell Kennard singing in Afrikaans, myself singing in English, and Numfundo singing in Kosa. 
and it's a lament for the lost child, but it's also a call to action and a call to remember their names. We are running out of time. I want to listen to a piece of whatever you've got lined up. What did you decide for us to play today? So today we're going to be playing the first track of the album. It's called Ayo Ayo, also composed and arranged by Amanda. And it's a vocal ensemble piece and big band combination piece. And it's fantastic. Because I, I got my CD. Um, where can we get our CDs? So we're selling them on Bandcamp. And because today is Bandcamp Friday, 100% of the profits go to the band. So if you go to Bandcamp, just type in the Lady Day Big Band and it should come up. Um, another place you can go to is our website, www.theladydaybigband.com. Reach out to us on IG or um, I mean Instagram or Facebook if you're having trouble finding it. But yeah, please invest in music. We put everything and then some into this album and we're extremely proud of it. And um, we know you're going to love it. If you don't love it, then there's something wrong with you. <laughs> no, there's absolutely masterful music um, here. Uh, of course, masterful musicians. And we're talking women specifically that have come together to put th this album together. You want to go and find it. What is interesting is that you've got like a pan-African ambition in terms of unlocking more women musicians, not just in Cape Town, but around the continent. Absolutely. That's the goal. Absolutely. I, I mean, 10 years ago, I was lucky enough to go to a conference in the States, and it was very evident that Africa was trending. And I was like, how is Africa trending everywhere but in Africa? Mm. You know, so I think the more the more that we we um I had to deal with, the more I was like, I mean, Amanda's from Zim, I'm from South Africa. We're very proud of where we come from. We know how much talent there is. So we're like, why not why not like make it African, pan African and And I've just seen this explosion of women music stepping to the fore. Yeah. We're talking in the past decade, literally. Yeah. So exciting. Somebody write, uh, writes, it's great to hear Lana. She's making strides in her career. I'm curious. Uh, somebody's just missing with a WhatsApp line. I'm curious. Mm, I'm curious about the steps and positions in Cape Town can take to transition towards performing original music instead of relying solely on covers, mm. while covers often cater to audience preferences. Uh, it, is that the trend bound to persist indefinitely? It is disheartening when international tourists come to experience African musical influence but end up primarily exposed to American music mm -hmm. in our, our local venues. How can we initiate a shift in this narrative? Ooh, two part, two part answer for that. Number one, if you're a creative and you're already writing your own songs, embolden yourself to perform it wherever you go. Number two, if you are a person who loves music, loves going out, and you're willing to pay a thousand rand to see Ed Sheeran with a, with a DJ, but you're not willing to pay 50 rand, 80 rand, 100 rand to see the, the Klong down the street playing the guitar at his first gig. Then not even a shrink can help you. Exactly. I wanted to finish that center before you, before <laughs> Belhar came out. But, <laughs> we're going to have to wrap it there. Thank you, Amanda Tiffin and Lana Krauss to the Lady Day yeah. Big Band. Go and check them out. Get the CD. Um, yeah, it's a CD. Glad I'm talking about a CD for a change. <laughs> but I've got to wrap.